This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Oh my goodness. As you guys were, I want to say, <laughs> cowardly running away with your tails between your legs. Is that fair? The heroes stumble into the sights of a deadly foe. The hill, lumbering hill giant grabs a rock, <laughs> throws it at Nestor. And the clutches of two prehistoric beasts. They are both going to pounce and do a bite, I believe. Whatever is the worst, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> and they'll be forced to escape. And I'm like all up in the fur of this thing. You filthy cat. Get off me, please. This got bad fast. Yes, it did. Yeah. By any means necessary. Devil's going to do a little spell combat spell strike. I'm going to pistol whip him. Case my face. The adventure continues. Oh, my God. Now. God, I love this song. Oh, after all this time, it's still so fresh. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of the Glass Cannon Podcast. My name is Joe O'Brien, and it is not just any week of the Glass Cannon Podcast. If you listened to Troy's intro last week, you know we launched our Patreon last Wednesday, which was a very big deal for us. And it is going so well, I cannot even comment on it accurately to get across what it felt like to see those donations flooding in last Wednesday when we opened it up from so many loyal fans who were so incredibly generous. I simply do not have the words. They should have sent a poet. They should have sent a poet. I wonder if Troy ever saw contact. Now that's beside the point. I want to talk about the Patreon for a second. Obviously, it's the biggest news for us right now. It's the biggest thing going on for the podcast. And in a lot of ways, it's the biggest thing for you guys as fans because I want to debunk any kind of myth or thought that you may have that the Patreon is a way for us to get paid for doing the show. That's not really what it is. What it actually is is a vehicle by which we can get the backing we need to do the things that we really want to do. This podcast is the first step in my mind to a future where we are bringing an entire new genre of entertainment to people, making them aware of a hobby that they either are not aware of or are burdened by some social stigma that they stay away from it. And it is just wrong. It's just plain wrong. It has all of the elements that are needed to blow up into a huge method of entertaining people. But finding out exactly how to do that is difficult and sensitive. And most importantly, it costs a lot of money. And we do not have on our person the ability to do it. And that is why we reach out to you guys. Having the rewards is a thank you from us. But that money that you give us is not a paycheck. We're not taking cash and running to Vegas with Patreon money. Patreon money is for us to be able to have the backing we need when we go to other people to help us create larger projects that could be expanded into different forms of media. You cannot go down that road without saying we have backing, we have a fan base. 
So that is what it's for. And I hope that that makes sense to you. I hope that maybe that can give you some inclination as to why we are asking for this. And I hope that that intrigues you just enough to give the tiniest bit that you can to help us make that fantasy a reality. I can't stress it enough. If all of the listeners that love this show and can do it, give a tiny bit, $2, $5 a month, if we get that from a huge base of people, that adds up really fast and it becomes seriously impactful financial backing, which can open up so many doors that have been closed to us in these first two years since we've been working on this project. So thank you so much to those of you who have donated so generously from your own hard-earned money to help us do this. To those who have not yet, I ask you, please consider giving us a little bit so that we can expand this form of entertainment into a wider audience and spread it to people that don't realize how much fun we are all having. That is my Patreon speech for the week. It's done. I appreciate your time and I, of course, appreciate your generosity. Now it's time to get back to the story. We sit down to this session knowing full well that only a gate stands between us and the gathering armies of the Storm Tyrant. It is so much fun to sit down to a session like that. So I hope you enjoy the outcome. Here is episode 93, Service with a Smilodon. It has been a while, I think, since this party has been challenged. Would you agree? Absolutely. You can say that again. It's been a while. Because <laughs> the levels weren't right. So. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> uh, I think since the Rift Drake, probably, is the last time you really were in dire straits. And a lot of that had to do with the Nestor fumble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I also wouldn't say dire straits. I would say it was the last time we were challenged at all. Wow. Yeah. That's right. You know, every time... This doesn't seem like a wise strategy. You poke the I'm bear. I'm on. You're poking the bear! Oh, Brian! <laughs> Bad things happen. Um, but yet, I think that this is a pretty dangerous situation. You can all agree, and I've never seen you guys more excited for a fight. Uh, I have been so excited <laughs> for this fight. Just the image of it. And can you remind me, there's two tiger-like things... Two tiger-like things. And uh, Etten's throwing rocks. There are two creatures... With three heads, is what I said. That's all I said. <laughs> you know this is a good encounter when they draw it in the book. There's a drawing of this encounter uh, in the book. Artwork, with, yeah. With the uh, iconic Pathfinder Inquisitor and the iconic uh, Pathfinder Barbarian taking on these two... Uh, so two melee fighter tanks... Neither of which we have. <laughs> right. Great right. to know well, that that's the encounter we're doing. You would assume this Inquisitor is 7th, 8th level, so it's got, it's got some decent magic. Uh, certainly a better Inquisitor than uh, 
Baron Ash Peak. There are a, there are a uh, more like Baron Ass Peak. Am I right, Joe? Joe, am I right? Oh man! Can, can someone you really hit that one out of the park. Can someone hide the mangaritas from him before we record <laughs> next time? It's summer in my heart. It's um, <laughs> wow. Is the, is the um, is the iconic Inquisitor the orc in the black leather? The uh, half orc female, yeah, right, in the red like garb. Red. It's great. I forget her name, but yeah. Joy has a small picture in his wallet. I do. <laughs> I don't keep pictures of my family, just a picture of the Pathfinder half-orc uh, iconic Inquisitor. Uh, if that's weird, I don't want to be not weird. Uh, Have you seen my iconics? Here, wait, I've got pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see the iconics. <laughs> um, you guys have been all over this valley. Uh, all over the valley. And uh, you ended up here. And then uh, Della, in classic Della fashion, going to vanish, go invisible, check this out. Swoop sees throngs upon throngs of giants. Hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds, I believe is what I said. All camped out. All over the place. Now, here's something I didn't make clear. They are the nearest camp from this uh, wall that you are now facing is probably a few hundred yards away. The cathedral that you see in the distance, to give you a, su- a sense of its size, is miles away. Oh, oh. so this is like a checkpoint. Like this, well, this checkpoint, like out- Charlie. Checkpoint, Charlie. Mm. Uh, yes, so I would say it's five, six miles away, but you see it in the distance because it is on the largest peak. Built right into the largest peak that you've seen since you entered the valley. You've been here, what, two weeks now? I'd have to look at my calendar. It's like the bl- when the blackfish catches Catelyn bringing Tyrion to the Eyrie. There's like that, they're, they're, they're waiting for them in the, like, the, the mountain pass. Yeah. What yes. You, what are you talking about? Classic choke what, point. What are you talking about? Game of Thrones. What's that? A- <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's a stage play. It's, a st- <laughs> it's, a, it's, one, it's one of my plays. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Tennessee Williams grant. <laughs> Oh, the uh, Glass Menagerie <laughs> podcast on Hot Tin Roof. Um, so, yeah, you see throngs of giants, but they're a ways away. They are all camped in their own separate camps. Giants like to keep to themselves. And then beyond that, you see the facade. Giants everywhere. Two roads, one leading north, one leading south. All sorts of stuff going on. You had to zip back before all of a sudden you were both visible and fall to the ground because flying is over. But you do, were able to see a little bit. You come back. And then these two, as Skid said, sa- well, those look like saber-toothed tigers. Well, that's almost exactly what they are. They're called Smilodons. That is a saber-toothed tiger. Yep. <laughs> Smilodons. <laughs> Worth his weight in geldings. Yes, they are saber-toothed tigers. Yes. Look yeah. at them in all their saber-toothed tigery glory. Yes. I like how Troy didn't agree with you until he Googled it. They, uh, well, I want to show you a picture. Damn it. Um, for Pathfinder purposes, they're the closest thing to a dire tiger that you guys have uh, come up against, but they're a little more badass. They remind me more of a Orm Vorax. <laughs> all right. For all example, right. For no, they would, though, in real life, an actual Smilodon would be so impossibly dangerous. <laughs> yes. You know? It's not good. It's not good news. And so they come bounding down from the 
sides of the, uh, you know, the cliff wall on either side of you, the valley wall, which is thinned out to this uh, barricade. They, one ba-ba-ba-bum, one ba-ba-ba-bum, blocking your passage back. Oh, my goodness. As you guys were, I want to say, <laughs> cowardly running away with your tails between your legs. Is that fair? <laughs> That's what we I were got. slowly and confidently backing away, I would say. Yeah. Uh, listen, six of one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> we were walking back day. and talking about our plan, and then these... Atop the wall, you see a couple of familiar friends. No. Yes. The ghost of Ingrid No. <laughs> oh, no. You see... <laughs> Ingrid Old hill giant, just chucking boulders. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> just touch Matthew's nipple. And that's a true story. That's what happened. <laughs> As is tradition. And then, I didn't uh, like it. maybe you know this, this old friend, old friend of the pod, an Etten. Yes! Yep. <laughs> it's the same Etten that you murdered in cold blood before he got to use his two flails. Oh my God, he's immortal! <laughs> he lives forever! <laughs> Etten is just, whoom, whoom, throwing javelins. While the hill giant, lumbering hill giant, is, doing its best to hurl boulders. I'm shocked at the amount of surprise rounds that are happening after we saw them already. So many surprise <laughs> rounds! <laughs> well, there actually will be no surprise rounds. It's just going to be straight up. So you're, you're just talking about their intentions. Right. This is what's going to happen. It's a benevolent dictatorship. <laughs> Let you know what's, what's going to happen. Uh... So, yeah, look at this. Uh, look at the map. It is just bottleneck to this 30-foot-high ramshackle log wall, basically, gate. Uh, it's got a portculus that is obviously down, very shoddily made. It's climbable, 30 feet high. You see handholds. You could climb it. Um, but, you know, barren, I think that's uh, eight Range increments out of your gun's range. <laughs> I'm just, just spitballing. Uh, Minus six to hit So it. it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. I, I, I hope I can give you a challenge. I hope I can give the fans a challenge. And maybe, just maybe, someone will die. <laughs> Roll Jesus. for initiative. Okay. All right. <laughs> I literally rolled my d20. And it was so low that just on instinct, I was like, no, no, no. I just grabbed it and rolled it again. <laughs> Cheater! Cheater! That's some white-collar fudge in O'Brien. Uh, who is over 25? Who's over 20? 22. 22 for Nestor. There's a guy you would you roll, like a three? <laughs> no, he rolled, 12. He rolled a natty three. I rolled a natty three. Would you say 22, Ness? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so, Will, you didn't beat 22? No. Okay. No. Anybody over 15? 19 for Della. 19 for old Della Narn. That's fair. Okay. Um, let me put a couple of my characters in real quick. Oh, son order. of a bee. No. And then uh, I guess that's everybody. No, anybody over 10? 18. 18 for Baron. Oh, wait. Didn't, isn't that what Della had? 19 for Oh, Della. I'm sorry. Uh, Baron, what is your initiative modifier? 11. 11. Okay. Uh, Actually, no. I'm sorry. It's nine. So oh, I have a sixteen. Take it away. Oh, good thing I asked. Good thing I asked. Uh, Sir Will, what'd you get? Eight. That is what Umlo got as well. Oh, I have you? a plus two. So does Umlo. Roll off. Roll off. It's a roll off. Finally, Natty fourteen. Natty seventeen. Oh, oh damn it! Joe's gonna roll. <laughs> I lose every roll off against Matthew. <laughs> 
Yeah, your record is 0 for 2. <laughs> My next question was going to be who's Umlo? So, Matthew, you want to do Umlo again this week? Huh? Yeah. Umlo. All right, so we'll switch it up next week or not. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, he might be dead soon. <laughs> yeah, he very well may be dead. Yeah, by the way, you know what's great for uh, trying to sneak your way through a, a like a minefield of a giant camp? Nargrim's steel hand. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you need Nargrim's blindfold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is what he did. <laughs> there has been a lot of twists and turns in this valley, a lot of dead ends, a lot of intrigue, a lot of chapels and horns and drake caves, and now... You are possibly at a checkpoint leading to the Cathedral of Menderhall. Round one. I don't want to interrupt your your uh, vibe here, but what time of day is it? Is it night or is it day? It is 3.30 in the afternoon. Okay, so we can see. Yes. That's all I need to know. Thank you. Thank you, though. You ruined the entire moment I know. by <laughs> I asking know. me what time it was. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse Excuse me. Uh, GM. Do you have the time? <laughs> Pardon me, sir. I trouble you for a match. <laughs> <laughs> Round one. It is the Etten's turn. No. Oh, I rolled a 23. Okay, so let me just open up my hero lab while I stall. The Etten is going to uh, chuck. Two javelins at the foremost opponent. Who's up front there? That Looks would be like this. Baron and Della. Baron and Della. In the front rank. Alright, I'm gonna roll to see who hits who. It's coming at Della. Here we go. Javelin number Troy's gonna roll. <laughs> Javelin number one at Della's flat footed. 29 Dells? Oh no. Dell a 29 hit? I'm just. <laughs> That'll do, pig. Asking for a friend, nine points of damage. Javelin number two, uh, 28. I'm assuming that's going to hit your flat footed AC as well. Uh, minimum damage, eight. Oh, both at Both at Della. Both at yeah. Della. Okay, cool. <laughs> they come in at top speed. Uh, the Etten that's, had- like a, that's over like 100 feet of. Right? Or like, what, how far are we away? I far think, no, they're like 70 feet. Yeah, 70 feet away, yeah. Uh, yeah, they are within their javelin range. He's strong. Uh, little known fact, this Etten was in the Galarian Olympics. Oh, all right. <laughs> I like to build backstories for guys that don't have names. Can we uh, watch his Bob Costas feature later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Etten is, does not get a bonus for being on higher ground, but he is able to provide himself with cover without taking the negatives to cover from his particular position up there. Why does he not get a bonus for higher ground? It's only on melee attacks. Ah, oh, yes, yes. I'd like to quickly point out that the world record by a human for a javelin thrown is 304 feet. So I wow. think he can I think he can hit you. I had no idea. But I was thinking the same thing as he threw it. Did you just Google that, Grant, or do you have that weird knowledge stuck in your head? <laughs> I just Googled it. <laughs> I wish you had said weird knowledge. You should have said you knew it. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm not liars like all the rest of you. <laughs> we are We are filthy. <laughs> Nestor. There are several articles documenting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nestor Coin, talk to me. Uh, so Nestor uh, looks at the rest of the party and says, I got the giant scum. Somebody take the kitties. And I'm going to move up 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet. Wow. Uh, Walking right up to the gate. Towards, towards the gate. And I'm going to fire one shot at the uh, hill giant. At the old hilly. Uh, that is 24 to hit. Flat-footed with partial cub. 
still hits. Okay. There you go, buddy. And so I get sneak attack. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, 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 God. Oh. And the hill giant's dead. Oh, Billy. Uh, 25 points of damage. Oh. And make a DC 15 fortitude save. You got it. Ooh. There's one thing that hill giants have. It's very good fortitude. No, 16. Sorry, 16. 22 okay. on the fort. Save. But damage is done. Nestor steps up. He is now in front of the entire party, just... <laughs> Hits the hill giant. It is now Della Narn's turn. Della, you just get two javelins to the face. And she's going to dash up the stand right behind Nestor and cast Haste. Yeah. There we go. Oh, yeah. That hits. Now, talk to me about Haste. Does that get everybody? Everybody's within? Yes, everyone's within. They just have to be within 30 feet of each other. Okay. and either way. Now, remember, you used a couple of your big spells last time. Was it just invisibility? And fly. And fly. Okay. And those are third level spells? Well, invisibility is second. Fly is third. Okay. And Haste is your other third level level spells. You are out of thirds. Well, you said you were going to try to kill us. I figured I might as well put up a fight. I, no, I, I appreciate it. Uh, it is time for the Smilodons. This is what's going to This is happen. not looking good for the back line. <laughs> no. Namely, Sir Willamette. Uh, we're being flanked! So when we got back there, we have Umlo and Sir Will. They are both going to pounce and do a bite, I believe. Whatever's the worst, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> Bite it is. <laughs> First pounce is on Umlo. Natural 20. Oh, oh no! Oh. Oh, no. Oh, Troy is going to roll. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, first 20 and I think, 20 episodes. It's been a while. If yeah. You're, if you're to counting be at home. Joe didn't uh, curse that time. Critical critical, 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 Natty 16. To oh. That's a confirmed critical hit. Uh, the Smilodon's name <laughs> is Linus. Teen. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Loki and Linus. Loki and Linus again. Uh, so that's just going to be double damage. Mm-hmm. This is this is bad. Remember, is roll for each die. Roll each die. Don't roll one die and double it. Oh, so if it's so like final strike, you're basically doing. So if it's two d eight, you would roll four. If it's two d eight plus eight, you roll four d eight plus sixteen. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> See, I've been critting so long, I forgot our new crit rules. <laughs> no, oh god. Uh, Seventeen plus sixteen. Forty three. Thirty three points 30. of damage. Jesus oh my and god. it attempts to grab Umlo. That is most of Umlo's hit points. Yeah. Oh By the way, god. Sir Will, you're up next. Yeah. Uh, it attempts to grab Umlo. If you have the grab feature, you get an automatic plus four to your grab attempt. So I'll save you the time. You grabbed Umlo. You grabbed. You grabbed. Oh boy. So do I have the grappled condition or you the do? Pinned? And I'll give you a little preview of coming attractions. Remember, I said these are like the Orm Vorex. Sir Will, coming at you on Lexington. <laughs> do you want me? You want me to attack Lexington instead? No! I roll, no. I roll D6. One through three is Will. Four through six is... Come at me, cat! <laughs> Smile I'll give you a two. taste of my hybrid lance! <laughs> Look at my die, Joe. Look over my GM screen. It's a fucking natural 20. Oh, my God. No, oh, my God! I have to just back away from the table. Wait, so this is the other... It. Oh, my God. This... Ah, oh, shit. Natural 20. Natural 20. 
Wait, uh, you rolled a 20 on the confirm? No, not no. yet. <laughs> oh. Just two 20s in the round. Not okay. yet. Notice and my die is now on the other side of the room. It fell on a 15. Okay, here we go. This is to confirm. Uh, let's see. The Critical threat. Critical threat. Don't critical say it if it's 30. It's a confirmed threat. Threat. 30. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, oh no. boy. I see a six in those. 11, 12, 13, 14 plus 16. 30 points of damage, and it goes to grapple Sir Will. Uh, I'm sure Sir Will has a very high CMD. Uh, it is going to be 28 plus 4, 33. Failed. Of course Whoa. it grappled me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> say, that's incredible. <laughs> the two Smilodons come up. Critically hit Umlo and Sir Will in the back and grab them. Oh! It's been a while, Sir Will, but oh, this boy. feeling feels a little too familiar. Yep. Uh, Baron, you're up. So it's a tough tactical decision. Um, both of my friends are in, in a big amount of trouble. Um, I'm just hoping that Della and Nestor will come over and distract them a little bit because I think. When I cast touch a law on myself. Are you hoping aloud? No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm my turn's over. Um, <laughs> thinking about which items off of Sir Will you're going to take. Man, he talked through two move actions. <laughs> as, a, as a swift action, I uh, cast a judgment, uh, a judgment of sacred protection upon myself. Boom, judgment. And then. And I, what does that give you? Because remember, you're just a first-level Inquisitor, so you don't get... Plus one to AC. Plus I, one to AC. Yeah, awesome. I, and I can detect undead at will. Um, and, <laughs> Good. And um, I'm going to cast, or uh, touch myself with the Touch of Toreg's Law. Touch. Yeah. All right. I'm going to law. move back 20 feet. All right. Judgment was swift. Movement was movement. Touch of Law was your standard. Yep. So Baron just slides back. Gun in hand. Umlo, 15, in our grim 15 feet. So How many hit points Umlo sitting on? 13. He's got this. Five, so five, Umlo can't, he can't do it, he can't attack with Hearthspit because he's too close. So Right, it's not like he, he could do it with certain minuses, but Umlo needs that reach. And he's got a minus three to escape bar, so I think i got to roll a CMB. C-M-B. To, to escape, right? To yeah. Break the cap, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, 14. No, no way. Negative. Negative. Okay. And he's going to say, You filthy cat, get off me. Please. Please. <laughs> we can roleplay later. It'd be fun. Uh, it's, it's Sir Will's turn. In the meantime, I'll look and see if the uh, Smilodons speak common. <laughs> he said it in giant. Uh, sh- oh, sorry. Should, I, should I assume that Sir Will is pulled off of Lexington? Uh, no, you shouldn't assume that. Um, all right. Uh all right, so then Sir Will is going to, uh, he's going to, mm, I'm going to get off Lexington and kick him and tell him to, like, run away. Like, you just using Lexington's move action. Get out of here, Lexington. Yeah, just get out of here. Yeah. So you could have me roll a fast dismount if you want, or else that would use up a, a move action, technically. I don't know if it matters. Can well, you do a full attack action when you're grappled? Like, I don't think you can. Here's the thing. You're grappled, so... Yeah. You can use Lexington's movement to get Lexington out of there. That's not a dismount. You're not going anywhere, right? In this situation, but when you're grappled, I think you're limited to a, you know, a, a standard action. I have to bring up the old flow chart. Uh, well, it's whatever you want. Like, can I just kick him out of there? 
That's all yes. I'm asking. Yeah, Lexington, you 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 can just use Lexington's movement to get out of there. All you right. Are, so I it's just like took whipping the. Uh, yeah, I just took a massive amount of damage, so I'm going to kick Lexington out of the way, and I'm going to say, Yeah! And I'm going to and grow a size larger. Uh, and I don't, is that an action? I don't know. Oh, I, I no, mean, I've looked not, it up. It's it not an say. action. I think, it's say. Sw- I think it's a swift action. Yeah. It doesn't say it's an action. So um, Enacting the armor is swift. Yeah, so and I'm going to... Two swift actions around? Uh, one swift one. action around. So I'm going to give myself righteous might, and if you'll allow it, I'll attack them one time. Sure. I mean, you're, what's your minus to attack when you grappled? Uh, no, you know what? I'm sorry. No, I won't. I Because uh, I had the lance in my hand. So I'm just going to have to drop the lance and draw the sword. Drop the lance. Drop draw the rose light. Yes. But it's full human size yeah. rose light. And I'm like all up in the fur of this thing, and we'll try to... Uh, you know, do something. Hack, hack away at it. Hack away at it. This got bad fast. Yes, it did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, when you're, gra- it's just so crazy. Like, I literally did not now prepare the spell that I prepared when I got Matthew out of there. Oh, liberating command. Liberating command. Yeah, huge. I know, but you just uh, never know what you're going to face. It is the hill giant's turn. The hill lumbering hill giant grabs a rock, throws it at Nestor. Nine, excuse me, yeah, nineteen to hit nest. Miss, miss. That's the <laughs> best <laughs> that hill giant's ever gonna do. It, just, <laughs> it hits her well. Uh, <laughs> round two. Uh, let's let's take some stock of the battlefield here. Nestor stepped up, boom, nailed the hill giant. After the Atenar, he went, <laughs> hit Della with two javelins. Della hiding behind Nestor, cowering behind Nestor's skirt. Uh, the two smiling on step up. And it's a kill toll, thank you very much. They're working on kill moves on Umlo and Sir Will. Baron stealing himself to do something big this round, one would hope. It is the Etten's turn. The Etten is going to do two more javelins. And uh, is Nestor still up front there, or is I it am. Della? I'm, I'm, I'm between him and Della. Nestor in the van. Javelin one. Ooh, it was sitting there. Uh, it is a hit. Uh, like high 20s, almost 30. Hits Nestor 4. 13 points of damage. Ugh. So, Della, you see Nestor get hit with the boom, the same thing that you got hit with. Ugh. Second one. Oh, Natty 19. Almost a 20. Nestor gets hit for uh, 12 points of damage oh on the God. second one. Just boom. When does the cleric go in this oh, round? That was rough. I just have to check. <laughs> oh, shit. When the cleric up. goes. All right, Nestor, so boom, boom, you get hit by this Olympic. Etten, you're up. Um, okay. Uh, this is very bad. <laughs> uh, so Which one of the heads was responsible for that one? <laughs> and uh, I'll take my first. I draw two arrows on my studied targets. And fire. Oh. Uh, that is a 19. Uh, uh, and this is against the Etten or the yeah, Hill against Giant? Against the. Uh, or no, this is, this is against the Hill Giant. Against the Hill Giant, 19 misses. No, no, no. no. I rolled a 19 on the die. Oh, that is a hit. You, you <laughs> bludgeoning bastard. Uh, all right, so 37 points of damage. This is the Hill Giant, right? Just yes. Co- confirming. I'm very excited. All right, 37 <laughs> points of damage to the Hill Giant. Boom! The Hill Giant's in bad shape, Nestor. Okay, I'm going to take my second uh, full attack bonus attack on same Hill Giants. Nice. Uh, natural 16. That's another hit. That is a hit. Uh, 
Beautiful. 21 more points of damage. Still kicking. Still kicking. Nice round, though, and Skid. Nice no, I got another round. attack. Oh, hey. right. Uh, oh, that's take. right. Haste. Oh, yeah. Haste. Many shot. Boom, boom. Uh, 25 to hit. That is a hit. Okay. Even with the partial. Uh, 17 damage. As all looks grim around you, Nestor is able to provide a tiny ray of hope by killing the first hill. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, the hill giant falls. With preternatural speed. Ah, <laughs> tell my wife I love her. <laughs> we'll tell her no such thing. <laughs> Please. We'll tell you how to mistress. I'm a family man. That you vastly preferred. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell you the second secret family. I had so much more to say. <laughs> Del- Del- I'll misconstrue everything. <laughs> I'll misrepresent you at every at every opportunity. I'm bleeding out. Uh, Della is going to use her spring sheath that she has on her left hand. What? Ooh. Where did you get that? Last in Shinneman's fortune? I had, I've had it since True Now. Wow. Oh, wow. So as a swift action, out pops the wand of vanish. Oh. She's going to vanish Nestor. Oh. oh, yeah. And then rush back to get into melee with the saber-toothed oh. cat that's fighting with Sir Will. Oh. And I'm going to go around so I can so I can oh. flank. Good idea. And I take an attack of opportunity when I come in. I'm assuming if he wants to release no, Sir Will. No, because you're invisible. I'm not invisible. You're invisible. Oh, right, right, right. Never mind. <laughs> All right, so uh, tell me this again. You swifted the wand up Swifted the wand that out. Thing? Standard action. Nestor's invisible. And then I use my hasted movement to get around. 60 feet, yeah. Hey, yeah. So, so you went the long way, so it's yeah. not within its attack of opportunity. Or, I, or were you trying to... But then he had to close from that end of the and you closed. But can it take an attack of opportunity while it's got some creature grapple? Well, it's interesting. It's Claw Claw Bite all has the grab ability, so I think it's able to just take an attack of opportunity at a minus two with its claw. Okay. And it will. And it misses. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it tries out as it gnaws on Sir Will. Hungry for a meal. Speaking of the Smilodons, they're up. Oh, God. First one. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> will attempt to hold the grapple on Umlo. If it succeeds, it will do damage, and then it will rake Umlo twice. <sighs> I had so many good meals to cook you all. I believe when you are the grappler, you get an automatic plus five to maintain the grapple. That is correct. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, two on the die. Mm-hmm. Two on the die to maintain the grapple. Joe's looking at me like, why can't that be against Sir Will? <laughs> uh, so that's going to be a 21. See, that's CMB plus two plus five. He got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh wow. No. Okay. Oh, no. 19. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I was looking at the hill giant. Oh, yeah, you definitely. It definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Troy is an expert at the, like, lift you up for a brief glimmer of hope before just, like, dropping off. My, brief, yeah. my mistake. 17 points of damage on the maintain. Umlo's unconscious. It, uh, it has no need to rake. It leaves Umlo unconscious because it's going to knock all of you unconscious and then eat all of your bodies. Uh, maintaining on Sir Will, the other one. Uh, something in the 30s? You tell me. Yeah, yep. Uh, it is going to be 13 points of damage. Rake number one. Natty one. There we go. Oh. There we go. Uh, to confirm the rake fumble, uh, 26. Oh. Confirms. It does not confirm. The, does not Sorry, confirm. Yes. All right, rake number two. Uh, 27. Yes. 16 points of damage on the rake. Mm. The only way those rakes were going to miss was a fumble. 
So Umlo is unconscious and bleeding out, mind you. He does yep. not have the diehard feet. Sir Will? You, I'm sorry, you did... I forgot about Righteous Might. You did 13 damage, 16 damage, and what was the one in the middle? Oh, it was a, fu- it was it was a, fumble. a fumble. Yeah, 13 damage. 13 and 16. Uh, not confirmed fumble, just a miss, and then 16 damage. Yeah, got it. Still up, still awake? Oh, please. I could do this all day. <laughs> I am Sir Willamette Keswick of Highbury. Baron, you're up. So, uh, and you're also the next uh, yeah. object of the Smiley on stack. Baron, just so people don't write in, I retconned how far I moved back right after you started talking, but you had been going on with Matthew, so I didn't move 20 feet back. I'm still within range Don't blame Matthew. of the Smilodon. I always blame Matthew for everything. That is attacking Umlo, and you know, I'm, I was going to roll, but then I realized I can tell you my rolls for all four of my attacks this round. Why is that, Grant? Because I touch myself with a bit That's of touch right. of law. Oh, I was That's wondering right. what you were doing over there. But you couldn't... <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> and I'm going to going to do up close and deadly on two of the attacks. Let's, say the, let's say the first two. All right. Or no, the, so wait, what the, the last of laws. The asleep? last, the middle, the middle two. So oh. two and three, I'm going to do up close and deadly. And All right. That, so that's swift. What swift? No touch of law. No, he did that as a standard last time. Oh, last round. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, so I am uh, going to roll a. 22, 22, and 27 against Touch AC. And this is all against the one that just uh, potentially killed Amlo? Unless he dies while I'm shooting, and then I'll change my target. <laughs> well, I'm just, okay, yeah, yeah. sure. All right, so the... Uh, I'm not trying to be cocky there, I'm just saying. So first attack. <laughs> first attack hits for 14 points of damage. Second attack. Second attack hits for 22 points of damage. Nice. Third attack. Up plus and deadly as well. 19 points of damage. Best you guess. Fourth attack. Oh, that's the last one. Do something good. 13 oh. points of damage. That Smilodon is still very much alive. Mm. You see Baron's blood seeping out of its mouth. And its own blood. How did it get Baron's blood? Four bullet wounds. I'm sorry. I've been, I've, blood. <laughs> I've been selling my blood to pay off my student loans <laughs> from gunsmithing college. Uh, <laughs> and it stole it. I'm Lorolayak. Save to see if, or a constitution check to see if you are uh, stop the bleeding. So I'm at ne- he's at negative four and he's got a plus zero to constitution right now. I rolled a five. So you lose one hit point. So lose a hit point. So he's still bleeding. What are you down to uh, right now? Negative five. Oh. Of ten. Oh. Oh. Of ten. See, this is much more fun than me killing it, having Matthew kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Will, not this day, Lavalley. Big Sir Will, not big, this day. Big Willy style. Uh, we are in Big Willie style mode, and he actually, seeing Umlo go down, is going to do the right thing, and he is going to channel positive energy. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. You want to use my Roman dice? I, I am using your Roman dice. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Three threes. Okay. That's, so nine hit nine. points. Middle of the road. Nine hit points healed. Probably the worst nice. thing you could have done to Umlo. Because now, now he's awake. Oh, oh yeah. I always forget that shit. That is one of the most infuriating fucking <laughs> rules of this game. <laughs> he's gonna, he has one hit point, and he's like, I'm completely fine yeah, and alive! Like, <laughs> awake and on the uh, ground. Um, he has a good no, bluff. So, Can he roll a so bluff grappled. to pretend to be dead? Yeah, that's what he should do on he, his turn. Uh, the, yeah, next turn, he definitely should. Uh, he is on the ground. Uh, Sir Will, let me ask you this. You're, are you guys still hasted? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you, get any, do you do anything else? No. Okay. Sir Will channels and, like, says a prayer for his brother that he'll never see again, his family uh, that he never met. I am so not... This guy is... These guys are so dead now that Baron's wow. over here. It's over. Wow. It's over. 
There is no concern. It might take a while. I just wanted to make sure that Umlo didn't die in a round by some crazy animal that, like, ate him while he's unconscious. Curious. Curious George. Uh, Round three. It is the Etten's turn. Looks for the guy he was just chucking javelins at. He's gone! Nowhere to be be seen. vanished. So who is the next nearest target? Baron. Sir Baron Barrington. That's That's not true at all with the law of Pythagoras. It's actually our man, Will. Oh. Will is uh, we're, 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 approx- we're approximately the same. Of a so smilodon. Choose whoever you want. First attack at Baron. Uh, natural one. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. There you go. Uh, to confirm, uh, 18. That is a bumba. Oh, yeah. Son of a bitch. All right, Etten. Ranged. Broken. Your weapon is destroyed. Oh, his boulders! Oh no, they're his all poor broken. Rock. His, that or poor his javelin. javelin that just missed uh, Baron is is broken. Oh, a useless fumble. That's lucky. <laughs> That's great. What Skid, a wonderful. Why, why aren't you shuffling these words? <laughs> Second javelin at Baron Ashpeak. <laughs> it doesn't even cause a pause. A that fumble. two. I rolled a one and a two. Baron, you are blessed. Nice. That's incredible. By Minderhall's That's Valley. The judgment of Torag. Nestor, you're up and you're vanished. All right, so um, sneak attack. So this sneak is a sneak attack. attack. So you can now you see me now you don't you busted. And I'm gonna take my first. This is against his flat footed. Uh, fl- he's getting flat footed. Uh, many shot sneak attack. <laughs> Gets a plus two to its AC, but it is flat footed. Uh, that is a twenty five to hit. Hit. Yes. There you go. And okay. pause for damage. <laughs> uh, oh fuck. This is twenty five. Twenty five damage. Really? Yeah. So you rolled poorly. I rolled very, very badly <laughs> on that. 25 uh, damage, and now you are visible. And I'm visible. Attack. All right, my second attack, single arrow, natural 20. Oh, oh my no! God. Kiss my face. Roll to confirm. Uh, it's cracked eye. Uh, same roll. It would have been at 12, uh, 20, 27. That's a, that's a confirm. Confirm crit. Uh, oh my right. goodness! Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Skid's gonna roll. Skid's gonna roll. <laughs> I so rarely crit. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Um, all right. So, piercing, grazing hit, normal damage, and target is stunned for one round. Ooh! So that's, giving you just the right amount of time there. That's nice. Um, all right. So, um. Uh, 36 points of damage. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It is fun watching you work, Skip. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right, Della. And my third attack. Oh, third attack. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, 18. 18 misses. But that thing is up there at Mortal Kombat <laughs> Oh, style. and make a DC 16 fortitude save. Um, 16 exactly. Okay. All right. It is Della's turn. Della, there's a lot going on. The tide is definitely turning. Nestor is keeping those ranged characters at bay. One is dead. One is almost dead and stunned. But Umlo, bad shape. Bad shape. Sir Will, Not sacrificing good. himself to save the party as a paladin would. What are you going to do? Oh, Della's going to do a little spell combat spell strike. Oh, yes. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but now I'm hasted. 
And I'm flanking. And you've been rolling great lately. Been rolling great. <laughs> so the first thing I'm doing is going to keen and shock the scimitar to give myself a little extra. Now remember, as action. the new rules, when you are attacking with a melee weapon and that creature is grappled, if you roll a one, it's just like Baron shooting at his friend. But, though, did you draw your scimitar as a move action when you moved 60 feet? No, it was out, it was out already. I thought you had the wand of vanishing. Oh, I have. That's why I have the spring sheath, my friend. And I dropped it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry about it, Grant. <laughs> I was wondering where you use this move action. You do you, Sheriff Baron. Okay. I'll do me. Spell is going to be frigid touch. Ooh, that's cold. That's cold. That's Ooh. Cold. Cats, that's cold. Cats hate critical cold. threat. Oh, Get out of here! Oh, come on! Take my headphones off. I'm so mad. I told you I wasn't concerned in the least. Kill somebody. <laughs> Kill somebody's making uh, sad. Probably not going to confirm. That's an 18 to confirm. 18 to confirm. Confirm. Oh, oh, yes. Unless it gets a boost to its AC <laughs> while grappling Sir Will. So, what did we do? I can take this. I have to take the spell crit. No, you get both. Just you, do it. You pick one. You Just pick do one. it quick. Okay. Oh, the crit. Yeah. yeah okay. With spell combat, you get to pick, is what we decided. Right, right. Don't write it. <laughs> one effect. Okay. I'm going to take the spell. Wild Surge, normal damage, and normal damage of a random energy type. <laughs> awesome! So double damage. Yeah. Essentially. So that's going to be 8d6 on the spell alone. 8d6 Plus, on the spell alone? because I crit on the spell, you are staggered for one minute. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't even remember what staggered is. Luckily I have hero. Just that. roll the 8d6 there, buddy. Plus the sword damage, don't forget. That's 37 take- points of damage. Wait, oh, I'm, wow. and I'm then, staggered? Tell me why I'm staggered. Because that's what Frigid Touch does. Yeah. Do you realize that means I can only take a standard action or, or a move, move action. action, which means I cannot rake Sir Will? Yep. Why do you think I chose the spell? That is <laughs> that is bottle cap worthy. Yeah! yeah! I didn't want to do it, but here's a here's a Gormley uh, bottle cap. Oh. Just to remind you of someone's going to die this episode. The Gormley bottle cap. <laughs> okay. Troy, oh, Troy, Troy. Really well done, man. P- pick a number between one and six. Uh, five. Acid. Okay. That's your acid. element. That's the second element. So 37 points of damage, yep. and some of that was acid? Yep. And, so, and the other the other yep. part of it was cold, and the other part was my sword. Now, first attack. Kill you, Matthew. <laughs> Kill your character. Uh, that's a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Wow. I'm still, I'm still, uh, I'm still going to hurt somebody. No, no, you're not, Troy. Yeah, yeah. 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage, okay. Second attack from the haste. <laughs> Natural 20. What? 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 Grant, confirm. H- how did you I just do that. 20 points of damage? With what? So first attack was from the Frigid Touch, Spell Strike. Yeah. Second attack was my first attack. Second attack is my hasted attack. Yeah, but what was your second attack with? My Flaming Scimitar. It does 20 points of damage on a hit? Yeah. Wow. It's keen, shocked, and flaming. Wow. So you get multiple attacks? With haste. With haste, but you normally just get one attack at 7th level? I would get one attack, but when I do spell strike, I get to deliver it with the spell. Remember, this is the whole thing. We had to do the whole rigmarole right, right. and I was doing wrong. Right. So spell attack, first attack, second attack from haste, three attacks. Yeah. Okay, so you, the scimitar damage you rolled was just the scimitar's damage. Yeah. The right. 20 points damage was just the scimitar. That's with, 1d8 plus what? It's 1d6 plus 2d6 plus 4. So 3d6 plus 4. 3d6 plus 4. So you rolled very high. I rolled very high. Okay. Well. <laughs> and now you just crit. Well, I have to confirm. On your normal attack. Well, yeah. Roll to confirm. It does not confirm. <laughs> but <laughs> Max damage on an unconfirmed 20. Or was it 20? Son of a bitch. Yeah, that one was. Okay, cool. So 22 points of damage. Yeah. Della is... Ah! 
It's been a while. Uh, all right. It's been a while. So that was... <laughs> now it's my smile that's turn. I'm gonna kill someone, maybe a dwarf. Uh, all right. This one. Five foot step. Bite. Claw, claw on Baron. Uh, over... Umlo's dead body. Yep. <laughs> That's what you all think. Quite literally. That's what you all think. All right, here comes the bite, Sir Baron. Uh, 20. Miss. Here comes claw number what? Baron. 29. Miss. Shut no, up. <laughs> 10 points of damage. It attempts to grab. Uh, 26 versus your CMD. That's exactly my CMD. Oh. And you are grappled, so your Yeesh. AC is down for its final attack, but it's a minus two and blah, 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 blah. So it is going to be a uh, 22. To hit me? Yes. While I'm grappled. Well, it would be a, tw- you know, the easiest way is don't adjust your AC. So and it can I continue to attack. rake after it grapples me? I'm not raking. Okay. Uh, Bite, claw, claw. It's just no, taking- that's a miss. 22 is a miss. All right. So you are grappled and 10 points of damage. Second one is holding Sir Will, and all it can do is a standard action. And that standard action will be to try and maintain the grapple against Sir Will, whose CMD is now a little bit bigger. His penis, a little bit bigger. A <laughs> little bit bigger. <laughs> well, it's twice as big. Uh, that is going to be a somewhere in the 30s. Do you need me to calculate? No, I don't know why you waste this time. Well, I just want to make sure. Because <laughs> well, you get so ridiculously high with your AC. Yeah, no. that, doesn't, well, that doesn't equate to CMD, really. 15 points of damage much. and no rake for you this time. Sweet. You can thank Sir Della for that. That's Deputy Della to you. Yeah. That's a little Depp. All right, Baron, you, you are grappled by this Smilodon. Uh huh. What are you going to do? Dex minus four. So the. Um, Just hit the grappled condition yep, when you hear it. Doing that right now. Help you um, The. Attempting to escape the grapple is a move action or a standard action? That's a standard action. Standard action. action. <sighs> See, Joe, still feeling confident, O'Brien? Still feel confident? <laughs> oh, that's right. Nestor has no target except these Smilodons. <laughs> Troy, you are. You are such a lovely man. Kill you guys. <laughs> You'll see. Etten's still alive. I'm going to attempt to break still, it. So that is... That's uh, <laughs> six... Plus 20. My CMB plus 20. CMB plus what? Plus whatever I roll on this D20, right? Yeah. You get a 6 plus whatever you roll on the D20. So this roll a natty 20. Just roll a natty 20 and it'll still probably... Or I'm actually going to use do something I've never done. I'm gonna. I'm not going to get out of this. So I'm going to pistol whip him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Oh. I like that. Okay. Fun. Um, do, 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 surprise melee attack with a butter handle over firearm as a standard action. Get off of me! Yeah, minus two to hit. Okay. Come on, baby. Who doesn't like a good pistol whip? I know I do. Uh, 16 to hit. That, and this is one, because it's grappled, its AC is down, so it is hit. Yeah! <laughs> ah, first time this smiling on has ever been pistol whipped. <laughs> I, I would I would venture that this is the first time a Smilodon has ever been pistol whipped <laughs> oh, in the history of Galarian. Or in real life. Or in real life. Or in real life. <laughs> that is five points of damage, and because I'm hasted, I get a second pistol whip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is ridiculous. Smash its nose in. Get off me, uh, Tony. It's a, it's it's a mess. All right, so you just bu- bu- using every last thing. <laughs> Baron pulls out the kitchen sink out of the handy haversack. <laughs> bu- uh, Umlo, you are down... 
You are awake. What do you do? Oh, his his fellow dwarf is grappled. What do you think he's going to do? He's going to stab up with heart spit three times from the prone, pr- oh, the prone oh, position. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. First attack. 19 to hit. 19. Now, does I he take minus any- four to hit. I have it on, I have it on here, love. It's, okay. Yeah. That it's, is a hit. So now it's a... These guys are easy targets. It's not giant subtype, right? Yeah, no, they're Get not. Out of yeah, they're supposed to like. Well, they're giant cats. <laughs> uh, that is thirteen points of damage. But okay. they're normal size. Second attack. Okay. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen to hit hits. Uh, fifteen points of damage. <laughs> nice. And now is he within fifteen feet or is he too close? I'm from where his the base of his pawn is. He's fifteen feet away. But no, that creature is ten feet away. You need, you to, need be to be 15, 15 feet away. To move. Right. You know what I'm saying? He well, can then, roll five feet and attack mm, once. Or I can just stand up. Could just stand up. You're That's not a move provide. action. Yeah, stand up. Stand up is move. And attack once. Use your haste to move again and attack once. Well, well you, can, no, you don't get two moves. It doesn't work that way. So I'd have to stand up, take a five foot step. No, then I'll just roll and roll and do one attack. Okay. So you take the first attack damage. Boom. I'll take that 13 damage, but I'm not giving you three, Matthew. I'm not giving you three. Ever again! <laughs> I gotta remember. What are you afraid? Joe. What are you afraid? Joe, I don't know if they can hear me, but can you do me a favor and remind me to kill Dallas? <laughs> can't use haste anymore. Can just, write, just write that down. For me. Well, that's another thing that really contributes to uh, our total domination right now is the amazing haste spell. Yeah, that's Della is big. the best. The mm. best. Haste is I- no joke. Uh, but you know who is a joke? Sir Will, you're up. Sir wow. Willamette! He's going to uh, struggle enough to kind of pull his uh, longsword out to the side. His full-size longsword. For the rose rose and and the the light! light! (laughs) Uh, And I rolled the damage first. And it was max damage uh, for 27 to hit. That is a hit. And he does uh, uh, 11 points of damage. Nice. The first thing, he'll stab again. Um, 16 to hit. That is a miss. That's a miss. And 16 to hit. Miss, Shit. miss. All right, so you can full attack action while you're grappled? I would assume so. Okay. I, I put it in the hero lab. It says I have three attacks on it. Then I'll, I'll allow it. Um, all right, round four, unless I missed one. The Etten, stunned, right? Yep. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> stunned till the end of Nestor's turn, and it's Nestor's turn. Toy. All right. Uh, studied targets, double knock, many shots. Uh, 24 to hit. 24 to hit. Hits! Is it denied its dexterity bonus to AC when it's stunned? Uh, it's, it's AC yes. went down, yeah. Yeah, so that's sneak attack damage. Damn you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know whose side you're on. Give me some brighter dice. <laughs> I'm having so much fun. <laughs> I tried so uh, hard. 28 damage. And the end. Is dead. Yeah. Sweet. Two arrows, one through each eye, and, and then two hit points. Whips round uh, and fires again at the Smilodon uh, menacing one. Uh, one. Sir Will. Roll a one. Roll a one. Uh, that is a uh, 17. 17 on the one grappling Sir Will. That's a hit. All right. Uh, 17 damage. Okay. And I'm going to take another attack, my final attack on the same Smilodon. Ooh. Uh, that's another hit. And oh, 
Uh, 14 damage. Well, even with that low damage, looks like old Big Sir Willie is going to live another day because yeah, that smile don't die. Yeah. Yeah, baby. yeah, baby. I put one arrow through each eye. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. And by the way, I just want to point out that I, I remembered this a while ago, but I, if it's a non-humanoid opponent, I get one less on my two-hit roll and my damage roll. That's one reason why the damage rolls. Because roll. you're an executioner. Because I'm a Sony executioner. Oh, mate. you never had to execute a dog? No, it's not come up. Not yet. But well, I'm fully prepared to do this it. This court stands to hear the you crimes don't. of Snoopy the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. It is Della's turn. And then it is the Smilodon's turn. Now, this Smilodon that's got gr- Baron grappled in its maw, I think it's his claw, actually, uh, <laughs> is probably going to maintain the grapple and probably going to hit both rakes unless Della can do something about it. Della is going to magic missile. Good. Oh. Good, good I'm one. I'm so dead. <laughs> is true. Oh my god, that's great. No one will hear that. Fireworks. 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. Is that all you got, Dells? That's uh, all I got. And she's going to move to get into uh, flanking position on this guy. To give, see if she can give Baron a little help. Well, Baron, <laughs> I told you I was going to kill one of you. <laughs> Maybe the last thing that Smilodon ever does. Yep. But he'll go down Smilodoning. <laughs> Maintaining the grap. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, 33 to maintain the grapple. Uh, that's confirmed. And I believe that was not with the bite, but it was the claw that uh, grappled. The claw. The claw. <laughs> the claw from Pittsburgh. Or was it the bite? Did it bite and then miss and then hit? Who cares? Okay, well, it's different. <laughs> it missed the let's bite. Go. It missed the bite. It's, di- it's different damage. 15 points of damage. And now... We're going to rake town. <laughs> oh, Attack Jesus. number one, 30. Attack number two, uh, 22. Miss. Hit. That hits? I'm grappled. So. Oh, right. That's right. That's going to be 11 points of damage and 12 points of damage. So 20. So not 100. Not 100. <laughs> yeah, so Baron's fine. Baron, what do you have for HP? Why would I share that information? Hi, I'm guessing. <laughs> do it for the fans. Don't do it for me. The listener. Low 80s is my guess. <laughs> 45. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you must have taken some hits I missed. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Do you only think about yourself, Jim? (laughs) (laughs) You're up, old pistol-whipping baron. Uh, Natural Natural 20. This is a times two if I confirm. (laughs) (laughs) That's a confirm. So 2d6. Oh, right. Yeah, you got the card, dude. Right in the kisser. This is bludgeoning. Double damage and target is pushed one d six squares directly away. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Does that break the grapple <laughs> automatically? Nine points of damage and he's pushed six, six squares, squares away. Let me tell you what happens. <laughs> Nine points what of damage. An epic pistol whip. Awesome. This thing just maintains the grapple on Baron just, oh. and then just with its claws. So it's got it in its mouth and just tearing Baron apart. Baron just winds up with the pistol whip. I think I know how this works. 
boom, hits it on the cranium. It had eight hit points left. Oh! oh. oh. And it flies back. And you literally crush it, scroll it, <laughs> it skull flies it, flies back. back and dies. 30 feet. You won the encounter! Yay! Yay! And the peasants rejoice! <laughs> and the peasants rejoice. I don't, I don't want to see that. Oh. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that cat smoke. Oh, I got to stretch. I'm taking off my shirt. That was oh my intense. God. That was great. No, you, you weren't fucking nervous at all. At all. No. I can't believe that. It's too, these creatures are too mortal for our party. They're just too mortal. I'm, uh, I gotta, the only thing I would be worried about right now is uh, a, an entire legion of ghosts that cannot be damaged by normal weapons. That's yeah. the only thing I'd be concerned about. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I uh, want Joe to stop talking uh, <laughs> so that you don't kill us, and I don't appreciate it. Hey, man, every, day, every game needs uh, some good shit talking every once in a while. Just get the GM all fired up. Uh, Della. All this happens in less than a minute, this happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you guys do? Run away. Della wants to rush <laughs> towards the wall to see if she can get a peek over to see if they've, we've alerted any of the, uh, the the giants that are far away. So you rush up to the wall. The wall's 30 feet high. You're on the other side of it near this closed portcullis. Roll of perception. Just there. as she runs by, Sir Will kind of grabs her on the arm, and he's six foot six. <laughs> and he just look, kind of like looks down at her incredibly dashingly, and it's like, Della, be careful. Slips, slips her his number. <laughs> <laughs> tosses his hair back? Yeah, tosses His hair also grew six inches. <laughs> it doubled in length. <laughs> and then as she runs to the wall, he shrinks down to normal size. Like, Damn it! <laughs> goes, goes flaccid in the process. Um, why are you guys always trying to get with my characters? You're the only lady. You're the lady, man. All right, perception check. Ooh, a lady. 27. 27. So you've got your ear on this thick, thick wall. It's hard to tell. I mean, good percent. You don't hear anything. All right, so then she won't climb or anything Just like, for now. You're literally like, nothing. <laughs> She'll hand signal back to the group that no sound. Yeah, I mean, it was for a fight that you didn't really expect or want to get into. You handled it quickly. You don't seem to have... It doesn't seem as if you've alerted anyone. Mm. But we do have two giant bodies sitting on top of their checkpoint. Yeah. Um, that is a true story. Nestor is going to move up to next to Della and say, I'm going to take a quick look. And she vanishes him with the wand. Okay. And climbs up. Oh, well, that won't, that, that, that won't take too long. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just climb up. All right, so Nestor takes his time going up the... Dip, 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 dip. You climb up there. To, and I like crawl on my belly past the giants uh, to the edge, the other edge of the, uh, of the uh, wall and see what I see. It's hundreds of yards before another living soul as far as you can see. There are tons of camps mm-hmm. as Della has already relayed back to you. Um, there's no one rushing at you. There's not a throng of giants uh, picking up any sort of alarm. Um, things seem to be safe. But now this is the first time you're seeing everything. Yeah. And it's like you didn't. You almost didn't believe her when she said it. You see just hundreds of giants and this cathedral miles away that is the largest stone structure you've ever seen. Um, sorry, do you have to do like climb checks to get up there? Is that something Sir Will could get up on? Or it is, but now that you know, you can, you can take ten. You know, now, now that you know that there's no immediate threat, you can 
throw it on a rope, do whatever. All right, you want. so I can look over at it too. Yeah, there's it's it's so far between you and any other enemy, as far as you can tell. Well, uh, sorry, I want, so while Nestor is sitting there, he like he looks up at the uh, just make sure that like the situation is under control, and he looks up at the cathedral and like points his finger at it, like cocks his head, is like, and. Uh, starts crawling back and he checks the bodies of the Etten and the uh, other the hill giant on his way on his way back um, the uh, the hill giant doesn't have any besides a great club um, the Etten has two flails um, and is wearing a belt that looks pretty nice I'm back away and uh, I flop it over my shoulder and climb back down as he comes back down um Sir Will, Della, and Baron uh, see emanate, uh, magic emanating from the belt. Mm. You want me to check that out for you? Oh, yeah. No, if you don't mind. <clears throat> and we were also corrected on our spellcraft check, which you cannot take 20 on. My bad. 19 on the spellcraft. That's what Grant said. Thank you. That's, that's all what I Grant need. said. That's what I need to hear. <laughs> Troy kept pushing the issue and pushing the issue. Uh, 19, uh, it was DC 18. So uh, it is a belt of mighty hurling, a lesser belt oh, cool. of mighty mm. hurling. This thick leather belt is buckled with a bright bronze clasp in the shape of a fist. When worn, it grants its wearer a plus two enhancement bonus to strength and allows him to apply oh. his strength modifier as a bonus on attack rolls instead of his dex modifier when making ranged attacks with thrown weapons. That's dope. You know who that would be great for. Also, the range increment of any weapon thrown by the wearer gains a plus 10 foot bonus. Who would that be great for? Oh, no. It certainly help is he, weak. He doesn't have any yeah. strength right now. <laughs> yeah. He has like one hit point right now. Yeah, he, need, he needs some healing, too. Okay. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to really benefit from the uh, thrown ammunition uh, bonus, but it's a, it's a plus I, two to strength. At worst, Elmlo could, in, like, in a desperate situation, could throw the... Uh, the Urgosh or something. That's, yeah, that's great. Or we could put it on Lexington and he could start just throwing shit out of his mouth. <laughs> Definitely. He's a yes. magical wolf. Why didn't you say this before? <laughs> can fly. There's nothing he can't do, Grant. Except <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he could even take 20 on a, on a spellcraft check. Hey, he, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, like, uh, I think we know, we have a solid idea of what awaits us this way. I don't know if... You want to uh, formulate a plan to go this way, or if you want to exhaust all our other options, see if there's something a little safer, a little more uh, this is clandestine. What, and this is what Sir Will wants to look for. He, Sir Will is starting to think that maybe we actually do try a clandestine mission mm-hmm. beyond the gate. Is there? Are there trees? Are there, like places or little nooks and crannies that we could see or is it just a completely flat open stark plain where there is no place to hide throughout the entire uh, region right I mean Della and Nestor at this point have taken cursory glances at best so do you guys want to go up there lay on your stomachs yeah the, Sir Will's up there laying on his stomach yeah. looking tactically looking. is there a place for us to hide oh if you're going I'll go back up and Della will, uh, will anoint Umlo with some uh, demon's blood much to Sir Will's dismay. Um, any means necessary. Yeah, actually, Sir Will is like, do you have any more of that? I'm down rather low. <laughs> Della squats down next to him. 
and says, I thought this day would never come. And anoints you. And casts a spell. Can you... That's 20 hit points of healing? Yep, over the next two minutes. He's like, thank you, Della. Now I must go pray. <laughs> yeah. How does uh, Yumidai feel about that, mate? Anybody I'm going else? to speak with her. Della, before, Give him my regards. <laughs> before you... He was down... <laughs> Will was, for all my bravado, he was down very, very low. <laughs> I can just see Amlo kind of watching that happen. I don't think Amlo liked that. Even though Amlo himself has partaken. There's something about watching the teacher do it. Uh, Della, I just want to ask for you anoint me. It, it, this was at least from a lawful evil demon, this blood, right? No, demons, no, they're chaotic, mate. There's oh, no uh, such thing. <laughs> well, it is Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Happy hour. <laughs> and it's she chaotic get, somewhere. <laughs> and just for funsies, she anoints him and smears the blood into a, like the closest she can make of her rune. Oh, my rune my for rune. Ashpeak? No, my Your rune. <laughs> I was like, that's a giant penis. Don't you remember? <laughs> that would be easier to draw. Uh, and she'll, Del will also hit Umlo with the wand a couple times. Wow. It's getting dark. This part is getting dark by any means necessary. Nestor is highly amused by we absorbed these a lot of bodies damage. people taking demons bloody think is very very interesting, interesting to see and funny. how perhaps Nestor's uh, influence has infiltrated the party in more ways it can only help mate than they are willing to admit well we are you now, could do a lot worse to be more like me we are now deep in enemy territory we don't have the luxury of having morals and uh, yes and uh, like scruples like that no we can't afford them anymore but uh, we, you're right you're absolutely right. I back you 100% on that. And then Will starts to kind of like feel a little bit guilty. It is like, we should we should balance it out, though. And uh, he will channel positive energy. That's like, and this is kind like, of his, his <laughs> prayer of like a, like a confession. He's like, he realizes what he did. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he <laughs> Make sure channels it still positive works. energy. Um. Eleven. This is like feeling. eating a pizza and then having a salad to be healthy. <laughs> exactly. That's like ex- that's exactly what it's and like. a diet coke of <laughs> six cheeseburgers and a diet coke. A small season curly. <laughs> well, so so then we'll turn back around and try to take a long tactical look at the area. You know, is there places to move between? Little puddle jumps so you guys between are hidden all places. All atop this thing, and it's about twenty feet, um, sort of wide. This gate, um, so you have plenty of room to lay up there with the bodies of the Etten and the Hill Giant, which will also have to be dealt with, I'm sure. Meanwhile, the Smilodons are already attracting flies on the other side of the valley. But all of you are up there, yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. laying on your stomachs, just watching. As the valley widens on the other side of the gate, all traces of vegetation disappear, having been cut down or trampled even into dirt and mud. Plumes of smoke from countless campfires rise into the sky, and all you can hear, even those of you who speak giant, can't quite make out the loud, guttural speech shouts that fill the air even though it's some maybe miles away it's just echoing throughout this valley ahead of you obviously as Della said as Nestor got a peek a towering edifice of stone looms over the canyon 
carved into the face of a mighty mountain. And the more you look at it, you realize there's like a perimeter around it and this cathedral, while carved into the rock, sits atop a plateau behind another inner gate. Between the sheltering slopes of the surrounding peaks stretches a broad, muddy expanse where countless giants, as I've said, have set up these makeshift camps. Wide roads of trampled earth traverse the valley floor, connecting the camps to smaller side canyons, which Della already saw, to the north and to the south. Remember, you're looking west, due west. You can see below the cathedral numerous ogres you recognize, trolls, obviously, and several varieties of giants you haven't quite come upon yet. They've all set up their camps. Most of them, uh, as Della has already told you, they're clustered together with their own kind while they're all clearly gathered here for a similar purpose. You would all know, especially Baron, that there's little love lost between the various giant species. And so the, the, the fact that their encampments are so widely spaced with several hundred yards between them makes sense. Even though they may be here for a common cause, they don't play nice. In the middle of the valley, dirt and blood-spattered giants form a long, snaking column, sort of pushing and shoving its way up the western side of the valley toward the great gates of this perimeter wall protecting the cathedral. You can see this huge inner perimeter wall that, like, circles the cathedral. You can't see the other sides of it because it goes onto the north and south roads. You can make out hill giants, a few stone giants, cave giants, and also like Etons and ogres and trolls. You know, there's all sorts of shitty giants along with like giants that you haven't seen before. Are there any non-giant peoples that we can see? Any humanoid? None. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Zero. No orcs. What about anything? No orcs. Dragon-like. Nothing. You all you see is giants. Okay. It's racist, all right. More giants trudge along the roads crossing the valley floor. So you've got this snaking column, but then you've got just as many going to the road to the north, just as many going to the road to the south. Not in like a line, they're kind of coming and going. Those heading south drag loads of timber, herds of livestock, big sacks of provisions and other supplies. The giants traveling north carry little but their own weapons. So you're sitting up there and you're trying to figure out, is this even possible? <laughs> could we... What we were laughing at. Could we yeah, do yeah. anything about this? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you saw it, but I just mouthed to Skid, what the expletive are we supposed to do here? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I know, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense, but the idea of us just, like, getting in there is completely beyond me right now. You still want to talk shit about my Smilodon? <laughs> we also have a bit of a problem. In that Umlo has line of sight on giants. Well, here's the thing. No, he doesn't. He's not up there. Who said he's up there? Say, let's say he said Umlo. Just chill for a second. So he's Umlo. You have a couple down. of problems. <laughs> Certainly, Umlo is one of them. We'll get to that. I mean, I can speak to you as as the GM. I can also speak to you as as a speak plainly, Troy. Could you speak, speak in, to us as Oprah? Speak in, <laughs> let me just speak in plain common. <laughs> 
Nerd. <laughs> you are very clearly outnumbered and outmatched, and it doesn't take an idiot or a Joe to know that any AKA. attempt to attack these amassed giants or to try and take out a camp would be tantamount to suicide. Mm-hmm. It's, you're 100% sure of that. On the other hand, as you sit up there and you watch and you think, you've been through a number of battles at this point, you've fought a number of giants, a couple things become clear to you. For one thing, you're hundreds of yards from the nearest encampment, miles from the actual cathedral. That's how big it is. And there's a shit ton of stuff going on. While there are countless giants camped about, there's a lot of space to move around. And they're all very preoccupied. Nestor can see, like, there's cracks and crevices in the valley wall, even though it widens on its way out there. There are. The camps are spread wide enough apart that maybe there'd be a way... But maybe not. In one wrong move, mm-hmm. fuck. So you wonder. You feel pretty confident that running in there, like straight up against this group of giants, just everyone would die. This would for be, hybrid! Yeah, this wouldn't be like... <laughs> <laughs> now is the time for a hybrid charge. <laughs> I mean, it would be instant death. You know? Yeah, this would be loud. No, I think it would take at least three or four rounds. Yeah, three or four rounds. <laughs> which is 24 seconds. They'd have to catch him and then... But the more you study the situation... Now I'm thinking the strategy is Sir Will just starts riding in, gets all their attention, and just is like rides out the gates. With all of them yeah, following all the of conga them line. A hundred giants. <laughs> following a halfling. <laughs> <laughs> On a magical wolf. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... Don't fail me now. Coming to a theater near you. You, got, you, guys know, you guys just looking at it, you know that like if you were to run in there, it's, it's, you're going to die. But the more you study the situation, you just keep wondering if there would be a way to move about undetected if the stealthiest among you were to lead the charge, were to become the leader. If Nestor was said, I got this, and you put your faith in Nestor and his roles. The problems beyond the many obvious ones are one thing, but then you also wonder, like, you came here based on something you found in Grenseldeck's lair. Mm-hmm. That's the first you even heard about this. And you got here, and then you've been winding through these encounters and, and coming across ancient monuments that are both dwarven and giant. And now you find this c- cathedral that you've heard about. So you have to also wonder, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And what, what does this even mean, even if we were to sneak in and breach the camps? The plateau that the cathedral sits on itself is surrounded by this enormous and pretty high, you can't tell because it's so far away, but you know it's high, circular wall, and you can only see one gate from as far as, where you, as you are. You would assume it's the gate because that's where the column of people are going towards, the middle, as it were. And then, as Matthew mentioned, you've got Umlo, who doesn't need to be 30 feet away from a giant for the hand to be activated, as we've kind of been doing. It's the hand, not the armor. Right, it's the hand. All Umlo needs is line of sight to a giant, and he has to roll a DC-15 wolf save, or possibly be compelled to fight them to the death. Now, we were, we were discussing this, and we said, you know, with the spell suggestion, which is what this is based on, you would, anything that would cause you de- immediate death would negate the effect of the spell. So surely... Anything we, harmful. Yeah, if we knew it was certainly certain suicide, Umlo would be able to resist that urge. Right. right. There's still that 
fear, though, yeah. that how many will saves can he fail when it's just going to be like, ah, the hand has a mind of its own, when he, the hand of his ancestor is acting, you know, is somehow connected to his brain. So, so what do you do with Umlo? And how do can you, you not blindfold him? Right. Do, do you yeah. blindfold him? Do you just ask him, like, just look down, follow our feet? Avert yeah. your gaze. And then am I, like, rolling to see if I'm accidentally looking He certainly up, can't. You know? He couldn't do stealth with a blindfold, though. So... Not that he's particularly stealthy to begin with. Do you leave Umlo? Do you say, Umlo, you stay here, guard the pass, while you guys try to go in? What the hell do you do? You know what? Talk amongst yourselves for the next week. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, come on. Oh, man. Sneaky. Sneaky. Oh. Sneaky. Oh.